with us. Yes, good that you're listening to the fourth episode of the Assassin's Cast, your weekly Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast where we go in-depth on the latest news, answer your questions and way, way more. And as always, I'm joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Hey man, how are you doing? Good, how you doing, man? Uh, having a good morning, got some tea, I'm ready to go, let's do this. Yeah, because uh, we're actually recording this before the PlayStation 5 event, that is what I will be doing uh, sh- shortly after this. Um, we, we So, you will likely be listening to this, and then you will already know what happened. Is Horizon Zero Dawn 2 real? Um, so that's that's some exciting stuff. We will likely not see Assassin's Creed Valhalla there, and that's obviously because Ubisoft has the deal with Xbox. So they of course showed it during their Series X event, and really whenever there's like an Xbox event, we could see Valhalla there. But during a PlayStation event, that is sadly not going to happen. But overall, Jordan, you're still in the on on the move, like you're moving. Uh, uh, can you give us an update update on that? I think yeah. that's fun to check into. The- yeah, the 25th, which is like a couple weeks from now, is uh, when I get like the keys, but I get like a two-week transition period to move in. So uh, I'm really excited to move into my new shed. <laughs> it's got <laughs> nice. air conditioning. It'll Ooh. be uh, a lot of fun. Right um, before the summer. Nice. Yes. And then uh, also just trying to get internet into it. So, like, I may have to get, like, a hardline internet installed. So, a lot of adult Ooh. stuff I have to figure out still. <laughs> nice, nice. I, w- I, w- I want to check back. I- I'm curious, like, uh, if, you- if you, of course, watch the video version, then, uh, yeah, at some point, your background will change. So, that will be uh, interesting <laughs> yeah. to uh, to see. Uh, yeah, for me, like, uh, uh, I'm super excited about the PlayStation 5 stuff. I, I really can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. And we're really in this in-between moment, as we talked about last week as well, with Valhalla, Ubisoft Forward, their sort of E3-style show is on July 12th. And we really should not expect a ton of new stuff before that. But, like, during that show, like, after that, it's going to be insane. Like, if any other E3-style press conference from Ubisoft is any indication, we will likely see a ton of gameplay um usually around at e3 people can already play the game upload their gameplay curious if they figure a way out to do that from home or something so it's going to be very very interesting um first before we get into it because this episode we will briefly talk about the video that i made a little while ago about uh, the voice actor from assassin's creed uh, from mill avor magnus brune hinting at maybe a, a, an interesting change in the story of Assassin's Creed Valhalla compared to the previous games. We will, of course, then answer a ton of your questions because this will really be like a question episode. Um, you could send your questions to assassinscast.com. We want to move later to like member-only questions. I will touch on that a little later, but for now, we, we really want to open it up to everyone. So if you got some questions, then totally send it there. Um, and uh, yeah, the podcast goes live every Saturday on your favorite podcast services. You can also download it by going to SoundCloud. Just search Assassin's Cast. You will find it. And if you want to support the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Then you can head over to my YouTube account. And next to the subscribe button, there's a join button. Then for $2 per month, you get access to that video version. We already touched on. It will be live then on Saturday around the same time as the podcast. You also get access to exclusive content 
like my interview with Ashraf, the creative director on the game. And I will have more exclusive content coming soon, so keep you up to date on that. I want to thank Lucky Number 7, Chad, John, CJ, Mackie, The Crazy One, Austin, and Labani XO for becoming a member on the Velociraptor tier. And Christopher, Adam, Regis, Veggies, Vanit, Alex, B, Zell, B, Jacques, Steven, Johnny, and Rifkin became or resubscribed as a member for the $5 per month tier. Thanks, thanks a lot for that. And this gets you actually two days early access to the audio and video version via the join button next to the subscribe button. And you also then get access to the extra post show that we do here on Twitch. Because actually the first time you can uh, uh, go to the podcast or listen to it is on Twitch. It will be live every week on Thursday on twitch.tv. Raptor. Follow me there. You will be notified 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. UK time and 5 p.m. Central European time. And if you cannot support it financially, no big deal. Um, it would still be awesome, though, if you could rate us on iTunes. And actually, more people are doing that. We are now still five-star, Jordan. 25 ratings. Nice. Very, very, very cool yeah. to see. I feel like I'm gaining power or something, and I don't know what to do with it. But we'll figure it out. <laughs> we will figure it out. <laughs> We're still waiting for that one-star troll. But uh, don't, be that, don't be that person. Just go to iTunes, rate us there, or subscribe on your favorite podcast services. And we also had a new comment from Nick saying an extension of great videos. I love the podcast and it just feels like an extension of Joe Raptor's fantastic YouTube videos. Keep doing what you guys do. So um, yeah, some very kind words there, Nick. Thanks a lot for that. And if you got a cool review and leave a comment, then we might read it here on the show as well. Even if it's one Should star. we start a, an unkind word section? Or no? There are no unkind words. Everyone is happy <laughs> okay. about the podcast. No, no, no. We're always open for feedback. Like, if you got any feedback, uh, you can also send it over to assassinscast.com. We won't read it, but you can... No, I'm kidding. We, we are totally open for feedback. Um, it's only episode four. Like, it's the fifth episode that we actually record. So, I'm sure we can improve some things. So... Jordan, um, before we yeah. get into the questions and the predictions that we do at the end of every episode as well, do you already... Okay, damn it. I'm not the only one. You also don't have a prediction yet. So that will be interesting if we can come up with one on the fly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, was, I was still thinking about that one. You threw the wrench fine. with the Ubisoft Forward one, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, Ubisoft Forward is for, for, for the next episode. I want to, like, later on, uh, another episode before the July 12th show, I want to do, like, what do we expect to see of Valhalla during the Ubisoft Forward uh, press conference. Yeah. But first, let's talk about that video. And I actually had quite a lot of interesting feedback on the video. Some people thought that I was, like, reaching a little bit uh, too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I get that, I get that. Uh, I still thought it was interesting to share. So totally like watch the video if you don't know what we're talking about, but likely if you listen to this podcast, you are familiar, right? So I got reached out by someone via the input at Jurepta.com email address. And this person was watching a Danish morning show where Magnus Bruun, the voice actor of Eivor, uh, Mil Eivor, was like talking about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then the host said, hey, what is Assassin's Creed about? And then he talked about the historical settings. And then at one point he talked about, yeah, and there are like two different parties, uh, the Templars and the Assassins. 
and in the previous games you would join the assassins and in the new and and then he stopped and then he said but i don't want to spoil the new game so yeah that's where i i got like okay so you're he's saying in the previous games you do this but i don't want to spoil the new game implying to me that it will likely be different than what we've seen before right or am i am i crazy I mean, you could definitely extract that information from what he said. At the same time, I do get the counterpoint to a degree where it's kind of like maybe he – because this is a local news anchor who probably has never played an Assassin's Creed game in their yeah, life right. and just wants to know – doesn't know all the information we do. So uh, he probably was just giving it potentially his best – explanation of the whole series which i thought was actually pretty good it's just like a a battle between good and evil a battle Mm -hmm. between two different uh creeds i really like that um but you're right like he could because at the same time the lack of detail and the fact that he didn't say like the order of ancients or anything like that he still stuck it to assassins and templars i think could mean that he was just doing a general explanation potentially but at the so, same time, I could yeah. see it your way too, where he he knows a little bit more and he kind of stumbled. He voiced on the whole game. Bit. He voiced the whole game already. <laughs> we have to. He definitely that. knows the very end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everything he knows. Everything. Uh, yeah. I thought it was interesting because why would you set set up the thing like that, right? Why would you not say like, and in every game you join the assassins? Instead, he says. Yeah, in in the previous games you did this, but I don't want to spoil what happens in... I don't want to, like, go to... I think uh, people already, like, kind of discussed in the comments as well. Still thought I was interesting to hear, interested to hear your take on it. Um, and, yeah, I think you made some good points. And uh, I can totally see it both ways. Uh, I still thought it was interesting to bring up. Uh, a lot of people were saying, hey, careful, because this might be a spoiler. And that is an interesting discussion as well you could have because if this was confirmed if ubisoft said yeah uh, at some point you can choose between becoming an assassin or templar because that's still also a thing like in this game choices will be super impactful they can impact your settlement and how the buildings will look and the, the world around you and like choosing to become a templar or an ancient from for, from the order of ancients yeah. would be a huge impact because otherwise you would maybe go for uh, becoming an hidden one so um i can also see that and it was just more speculation and that's why i don't feel it was really a spoiler because it's not confirmed or anything it was just an an observation i mean it is confirmed it's one of my predictions oh yeah <laughs> that's right i'm <laughs> no, just kidding yeah yeah just say say no. the prediction again for people who, who don't remember yeah. so so every episode we do a prediction. I think it was the first episode. Yeah, my the, first the prediction episode? was, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that you will get a choose between being a Templar or or Order of Ancients or um, an assassin. Okay. Um, I I agree with you. Like that, I could see them doing that because keep in mind too that Black Flag also kind of rode that line of like who's the good guy at Templars. It was a very Templar kind of like focused story. And so, and that was made by Ash too. So there and Darby. could be, he could That's be, interesting because yeah, and, Darby wasn't really like uh, working on origins while he did, of course, do yeah. it on for, for Black Flag. 
And so I think the challenge is going to be is like how they explain choices with the animus system and memories, right? And so that's always been kind of the the argument against having choices in Assassin's Creed, right? Is that you're replaying someone's memory. How can you... So like a big decision for Eivor to be a Templar or to be an assassin is so probably so pivotal to the main modern and main mm-hmm, storyline of sure, Assassin's Creed sure. that they're going to have to come up with a very clever way to make that make sense in terms of replaying someone's memory. Yeah. Um, and I'm anticipating that Darby likely i bet you that they gave him a lot of like his one goal was like you need to find some sort of flexibility in the animus because we're moving forward with we're 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 moving forward with male and female characters in this ip and we're moving forward with choices no matter what and so i think he was given a tall task to try to find a way to make those two mechanics work within this like memory system yeah for sure and odyssey of course had it as well but that was very bad explained uh i think it was like mm-hmm. the dna was found on the on the the spear or something like, but yeah it, it was like corrupted true. and you yeah. couldn't tell like what the if it was a guy or a girl you're like okay yeah they just i think they just thought up the first idea and stuck with it yeah it, it kind of sounded like that but I, i'm totally like they, they 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 seem to be pretty like sure that they found a cool way to explain this to people who are really like looking for an explanation uh, and I'm happy they mm-hmm. do so because I really think that the choices, while maybe scary looking at the previous games, and I, I do think that it totally enhances the gameplay. Um, uh, and that that's what we of saw, like, like, like not only like in terms of main story and different outcomes, or maybe like big more moments like choosing between Assassin or Templar, but also in the small side missions. Uh, do you recruit that person or not, or uh, yeah, kill them or not? Yeah. I think that's very cool. Well, and we kind of talked about it in the first episode a little bit too, is like that impact of like your, the, like the telltale games, like when you're kind of given that timed choice response to a degree that really pulls on your heartstrings. If you're invested in the story, like for me, like that's always been like a really fun part of a video game to me. And as long as it's compelling and not like empty, like there were times in Odyssey where it was like, like punch this guy or give him money. And you're like, dang, the spectrum is so (laughs) extreme. Like I'd rather it be kind of um, more in line with the character and stuff. So I think that that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I did like in Hopefully. in Odyssey the one of the early choices like kill your father. You you thought he was your father at that point. Yeah. Like, that was an awesome. That was really really cool. Like and that was like on level ten already. So like a few two hours mm-hmm. in or something or three hours depending on the side content you did. I thought that was already really really cool. And that also I think had a sort of like the side in the moment um, thing. And it was actually a huge story that would have pretty big consequences throughout the other parts of the main game like depending on who you would encounter and if stentor was was angry with you or not um mm-hmm. uh you we had a question about this kind of as well right that we can uh, yeah the, i mean we kind of really went on but john asked a question is this a templar's origin story um melee vor he he john wants to play melee vor with axes and he is Super excited for playing it on the PS5 too. Mm. Um, I think, I think it's actually, 
I would agree. I think it is a Templar origin story. My guess is that this is starting to get into the medieval ages, but the Templars have not been established yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm anticipating that, yeah, like the end of this game will kind of at least open or allude to the fact that probably the next game is going to be about like the creation potentially i mean we don't know what the next game is after this one but i think they will jump in uh, time again like that 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 would be my bet i think they will just because that's really what what they seem to be doing like look at a cool time period that they can explore and that uh, the marketing uh, uh, appeal is there vikings of course a huge thing and i don't think they will just make another game in between ac1 and and this one maybe like dlc to kind of um yeah they, they always do like two dlc packs for at least we saw that for origins and for odyssey one really about assassin like the assassin's creed lore and the other one about like mythology and over the top magical mm-hmm. stuff so i would not be surprised if we saw that here as well um we don't we just do not have to like forget that at the end of the atlantis episode three and I'm going to spoil it because I've, you had a ton of time to play it and yeah, you're listening to this as a screen <laughs> podcast. But we capture Otso Burke, uh, of course, Leila does. Yeah. And the game will continue that story. He paralyzes Otso Burke. Yeah, that's right. Captured, yeah. It was, uh, it was something. Um, and he has Viking ancestors. Um, that, yeah. That's what we learned. So um, maybe we relive his memory or something. Like, I'm really curious how he ties into all of this and um that might also in indeed mean that when we connect to his ancestors that we are indeed playing a templar origin story uh, but i would love to have at least a choice and maybe one of them is then canon for the whole lore but give us a choice i think that would be awesome especially uh, in a game where we get the hidden blades they they seem to make all the right calls people did not really get the assassin's creed feel in uh, Odyssey, and then the next game has us play Templars. Like, I get why people just want to play as an assassin uh, or, like, actually get the choice. So it will be very interesting, but I totally think that um, because, like, we we know kind of when the Templars started, but it's all kind of fake, and they could really, like, expand more on that because it's really happening around this time or a little later. So I totally think that uh, we uh, it will be exploded. I loved... I think it was in your video that that you brought up about how conflicted um, the King of England would be and like how he could be being manipulated and oh, how yeah. there's all this kind of um, uh, things where you're, you're assuming he's the bad guy right now, but there's a lot of like they may introduce parts of the story where maybe he's being manipulated. And what I find interesting is you're likely going to be trying to make friendships in this game or alliances with different type like whether it's wessex or mercy or people like that or other danes and so having these choices in this kind of this fogginess of who's good and who's not will like kind of leave you with tough choices i think at the end of the day where you're like should i go to war with this person or should i befriend them Mm -hmm. and so i'm kind of excited for that a little bit and i think it would tie into a templar or assassin type feel where you're yeah uh maybe oh and then you're presented with that decision oh sorry you you fell away in the final moments of your uh of your thoughts oh sorry Um, oh no i was just saying i yeah that i see that as being like uh definitely leading up to like a 
end choice between yeah. Templar or Seth potentially if done well. Would actually be cool if you were just like doing an alliance with with people and then you would already think okay, I, I like what these people are trying to do uh more than what other people are trying to do and then you find out that the people you actually made an alliance with are also like part or controlled kind of by the order of the ancients. So then you already kind of see, hey, maybe I am more part of their uh, of, of like what they are trying to do here in England um, compared mm-hmm. to what the hidden ones are trying to do. But what uh, one like recap and maybe people already know it, but I wanted to like stress it. We do still like meet an hidden one or an assassin actually early in the game in Norway. Likely this person will give us mm-hmm. a hidden blade. We will meet them throughout the game. They will give us like stealth tactics. They will likely learn how we can kill enemies in one hit with a hidden blade. Um, social stealth will likely be teached uh, by them and stuff like that so the, it will still be even if it ends up like giving g- going the the templar route i still think that it will be have a ton of like assassin's creed flavors uh, even if like that that ends up being one of the the plot twists and not a spoiler it, it can really go both ways it's just speculation mm-hmm. uh, at this point uh want to go uh, for, for the sure. next question yeah did you want to do the dlc one yeah, yeah, because we already sure. kind of touched on it. Yeah. Um, so TK0130 Gray, uh, a robot apparently, uh, <laughs> asks a question. How do you imagine uh, the Valhalla DLC looking in terms of giving us a real Valhalla or Asgard or something for the Isu storyline? Essentially, that was something they loved about the fate of Atlantis, how you went and kind of w- went to the city of Atlantis, oh, went yeah, to yeah. Hades. It would be a shame, I I think, if we did not explore these locations. Um, Asgard and um, I forget the... um, Uh, What's the... It's Hades, the Hades version. (laughs) I can't believe I'm forgetting it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Let's see if maybe the chat... Valhalla. Hell. hell No, it's not hell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways, I, Helheim, I think so too. Nifl- Niflheim. Helheim. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nilfheim. Yeah. That's Thanks. where like that. Helheim. Nilfheim. I need to brush up on that. But the, I, for me, I don't know if you have a, uh, an opinion on this quite yet, but I do see them potentially doing that. But at the same time, like not how odyssey did it like i do think it's going to tie into kind of like these dream states like they did for origin but they uh, did the curse of the pharaohs in origins though and that kind of went that kind of got this magical turn as well so uh maybe it will be more (laughs) like that where a, a physical place on earth will have some sort of because that that's what happened as well like shadows of the pharaohs came to um to the world to cause mayhem and then you were asked to go to their tomb and actually restore the the balance a little bit and uh, take them out mm-hmm. maybe that is something we see here as well um i think for sure they will do it they also see the potential of this uh in terms of like how cool it would be to to have this sort of content and it of course serves to sell the season pass and like seeing uh all these locations like asgard and stuff like that would be amazing um to 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 explore so i totally think we will see that and they can tie it in again with the isu story it's not like completely out of the 
uh, yeah, out of the out of the ordinary to go this uh, mythological uh, route. I do think that you are right. I don't think it will be like Odyssey where we actually travel to this to this land and then stay there and don't really go back. I, I, I totally think that they will do more a Curse of the Pharaohs approach where you actually come back to the quote-unquote real world as well um, in between mm -hmm. uh, going to these uh, locations. But I would be shocked if we did not see a mythology DLC. Like I think the DLCs did pretty well overall. And um, mm -hmm. Ubisoft, uh, Sophia is actually helping with Valhalla as well. And they did the Curse of the Pharaohs. So I would not be surprised if they also like worked on um this mythology uh, dlc for valhalla but we will know soon like before launch they usually do like a cool post-launch trailer that's one of the most exciting trailers for me always mm -hmm. i mean the game is called valhalla though so like if you don't if you can only see valhalla in a dlc and not in the main game i feel like that that could be potentially like mm -hmm. uh, discouraging sure a little bit so i could see potentially them introducing a couple mythology based places in the main game and then maybe building off of those for dlc or even they could do a dlc that's like the united states or something because there there is like historic precedence for uh again this is just speculation but yeah uh, the the Vikings went all the way as far as Kiev or Russia, all the way to like the United States. So you could kind of have a like a a U.S. based um, DLC or something like that as well. Or even yeah, that, that would be kind of wild. Sellable, but yeah, I yeah. totally think in this like not a prediction that we just put on paper, but what one of my predictions will be that after the game comes out, um, that we will we we will hit a point where the DLC launches, and we're happy that that DLC doesn't contain a settlement. So, because the whole game for Valhalla will of course really depend on your settlement. You will start a mission there, mm -hmm. go out into the world, do raiding or, or do a story mission, and then you come back. And I think it's it will still be like really cool for the main game. But at one point when the DLC hits, I think it will actually be cool to be in another area that doesn't contain your house, your, your home base, where you can actually just explore everything without like being tied to this location. I think that would actually um, be kind of be kind of nice. And I think that would totally like hit one point where that would actually be one of the exciting features about uh, DLC for this game. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think, I think US might be a little, I mean, everything is possible, of course. Paris is, of course, one yeah. of the things we see uh, in a lot of the like the Viking TV shows. The Vikings yeah. um, actually goes there pretty early, um, still when Ragnar is uh, like alive, and that that's is uh, like he already died like before uh, this game. So I'm not sure if that's like really like historical accurate that they went to Paris, but I can see that happen. But mm -hmm. I think like because we we really are a lot in uh in the uk in this game and we we come to norway at the start we we start there and then we can go back whenever we want we will likely have one of the um origins moments where we go back to um siwa like w for the tomb right like we went back to siwa we met all those characters again that was like a fun moment i totally think there will some there will be something in norway happening that has avor go back so that would be fun, but I still think that we want 
that we see Norway, we see how it looks, and that we want more of that, like a dead part of the Viking fantasy, instead of yeah. like being in the in these rolling hills of England, like the green uh, farmlands and stuff like that. So I think or even like Iceland or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Iceland is 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 uh, would be a cool like DLC location because then you are still like in that more Viking uh, like homeland. I, I would say like Vikings were really there and. They actually have a ton of like cool stories that actually take place around the time of the game. So I would not be surprised mm -hmm. if I, I can see that happen more, and I, I would maybe be more excited about that than go further to Paris or to kind of more similar lands as the UK as we've been um, like mm -hmm. discovering already. That would be my take. Yeah, I totally agree. I I, I do anticipate a bit more, uh, maybe not. All mythological DLCs. I loved uh, the Hidden Blade DLC um, for Odyssey. To be honest with you, of okay. all of them, and that that storyline. Um, yeah, you're Legacy one of the, the only Blade, ones, I think. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was not as exciting because it was already in uh, lo locations we already had in the game. So I already cleared those forts, right? That was that was kind of yeah. sad. I, I did like That's the first DLC enemies, but. I guess I meant like the storyline. Like I, honestly, I was pretty connected, and, and those boss fights were uh, oh, like yeah. new and challenging, those and kind of like yeah, for sure. made made you rethink about how to approach it. It pulled it pulled me out of the monotony that I had reached at several hundred hours at that point in the game, and I was like, oh, this is something new. I yeah, think that yeah. I, I, I get that. I get that. I I just yeah. I, it was just that I was like looking for new content, right, for this game that that was already yeah. out, out for a while, and then they did do some cool things, but in the end it was kind of still lacking. And if you really dive deep, mm -hmm. and some people did, like some parts of the story just don't make sense, and just having you have a child, it was just kind of forced. And and you really saw that they had these ideas, but they could not really yeah. like implant them in the small amount of episodes that they actually had. So uh, I guess I completely forgot about that because like oh, now wow. that you bring that up, I'm like I'm like oh yeah, I must have like. Do you want to take it back now? You like liked the combat encounters no. in the Legacy. Okay, of the <laughs> I, I liked the first episode of okay. the Legacy of the First. Okay. How's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, do we have yeah, time was... for more? Yeah, I think so. Right? Do we uh... got time for some more questions? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's go a little quicker. All right, so this next one from Shaheen Ziyard, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, who wants to play Melevor as an assassin, and he's super excited for Better Stealth. Yes, would there be in-depth sailing mechanics, do you think? Do you want to kick mm. that one off for us? Uh, that would be interesting. Um, what is still interesting is actually that we will be using, instead of like in Odyssey, you would be using your uh, ship like only on sea. Um, and not in rivers inside the land. While in Valhalla, we know that you can actually summon your ship everywhere. We don't have to go to a specific dock. And we will likely be sailing it in different rivers. Um, mm -hmm. So I would imagine that that would feel different, right? Um, on a huge sea with a lot of waves would be maybe a little tougher to, to, to get around to than uh, in a river inside the land. So... I totally think that maybe there is some difference there, but with them like moving away from the naval combat, and it makes sense looking at the history, I don't expect it mm -hmm. to be 
really that deep. I, I really think it will just be a means of trans transportation um, and, and just a fun way to have all your crew on your ship uh, go out on a raid, like have that fantasy without like... Although the, the only thing like that we should see is that the, um, the Saxons, the English soldiers, will at some point grow better defenses against your ship. So they obviously learn from their mistakes and learn how to better counter you. So I would expect that at some point um, there might be like uh, that you have to dodge incoming uh, uh, catapult blasts or something. I'm, I'm just saying random things, but I, I, I would imagine that that's the case or that they build better defenses. So um, you might not be able to get there. Um, on your ship or maybe you have to destroy things first on your ship so I can maybe see them um, like improve it a little bit there or give it a little bit more depth there but in terms of like really sailing I think it will I would not be surprised if we also had like auto sail to location like I would not be surprised if that would be in the game maybe yeah I totally agree I think we're gonna see like a step back from what you saw in odyssey and uh, the main thing for me is like in odyssey sh uh ships were used completely differently than they were for the bike there was like ramming mechanics and you shot like there was like legit naval warfare in uh uh greek times so uh the vikings didn't really do a lot of like like ship to ship battling they would do things like use ships to like as bridges like they'd line all their ships up to like cross a like a big river or stuff like things like that they even went as far as like lifting and physically moving their ships oh, yeah, on yeah. land and That's then like awesome. dropping them so but i don't anticipate anything like that i like you mentioned i just see it as being a uh a river uh highway like treating rivers like highways or paths or roads like you would with your horse um but it's water and you're on a ship instead. And I do anticipate though um, a little bit like, cause they haven't mentioned a lot of any locations other than England. Right. And so if there is a Russia or a Paris or a U.S., I don't think they're going to just have a huge open map and no, let no, you no. sail directly we... to those locations. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're pulling back the sailing mechanic quite a bit to yeah. support that. Yeah, and, and that's what I've already mentioned multiple times in my videos. Like, really, if you look at the yeah. gameplay teaser trailer, or let's just call it teaser trailer, they released during the Xbox uh, conference, you see a huge difference between when Eivor is, like, sailing away from Norway, and then he's, like, in the middle of, like, transferring from Norway to England, and you suddenly have this way better looking ship and uh, your bird looks way better and that really looks like a sort of cutscene that you just see when you're going from Norway to England I don't think you're controlling the ship there so um, mm -hmm. yeah so so I don't expect that either um, cool all right let's I think we can squeeze one more in what yeah, do you think for sure uh, let's see here I guess <laughs> I, I'm reading your prediction now <laughs> <laughs> nice nice okay we will get to that after this question so duck hades 11 by the way that's a great name i don't know why i like that one uh wants to play male a4 as an assassin and uh, i just tweeted about their their uh thing they're most excited for is killing layla i thought that was pretty oh yeah hilarious so wow. yeah this, that, uh... that would be an exciting I, I i'm still like saying <laughs> 
Wait, okay, that's my prediction. <laughs> okay, continue. continue. Oh, there you go. There you go. You can steal Duck Hades uh, prediction yeah. there. Um, so he lives in uh, uh, northwest England in a small town called uh, Ormskirk. Hopefully I said that, which it was once a Viking settlement. And he asked, how in-depth do you think the map will be? But I think they're anticipating, like, will he be able to see England the way that he probably sees it currently? Um, I mean, for me, I I think you you should always enter the any type of video game that is doing, like, a historic map like this with, with like, uh, rose-colored glasses in oh, the sure. sense that there won't there won't be a perfectly accurate representation of what you're doing. Like it's sure. everything's going to be scaled back. Like, like running from London to Northumbria is going to not take, it's not going to take you four days. How, <laughs> you know, um, it's going to be a, still a long travel bit, but I do think that the, at least from what I've seen in a lot of the videos and content that they've released that there's a lot of varying environments like green hills and like fogginess and weather and so i think the experience and the feeling of uh england at that time will definitely be experienced maybe not a town in the right spot potentially but in terms of details but i yeah. think environment will be they, they gotta pick and choose of course and we already saw stonehenge and they will really go for those uh like places that are really like unique and that everyone remembers um so i totally think that um oh and obviously it would be it would be kind of it would kind of suck if we had to like travel for an hour to get to a new location um so <laughs> I, I it totally makes sense that they will just look at uh, look at the different things. They do say though that um, it will be like a good representation, and I just think that you can compare it to what we saw with the previous games. Like we're looking at the Odyssey maps and looking at the real world map. That's pretty nuts. What is all in the Odyssey map compared to those are like completely different yeah. countries sometimes as well. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I would not. I think it will. I think I really hope that they. Uh, make sure, and we've already discussed this before, and Ashraf has said this multiple times, that really like locations should be memorable because of their look, but also because of the way we can interact with it, the way we can like climb it or something like that. So mm -hmm. I really hope that they just look at what is interesting, put that in there, and uh, yeah, go nuts. But another you, thing, you know, another thing to keep in mind too is a lot of these cities were made by Romans, and so there could be um a hint of that in this game i meant i'm hoping that that's the case that there is um some ancient roman kind of like uh influence in there which i think will kind of give the map a little bit more historical accuracy yeah. to that degree it was actually already um, confirmed that uh the romans like left the uh, left these ruins and now the saxons are just yeah. using that while they don't really know how to restore it or how to uh properly use yeah. it they are still like um, yeah, going there and uh, using it as best as they can. So we should totally expect that we saw also in the art book um, that was like that's coming out around the launch of the game that already had one of these uh, enormous sort of castles on top of a mountain. So I totally think we will have awesome uh, locations like that to look forward to. Um, um. Okay, th those were the questions, right? That we will do. We had some more, yeah. but we we will skip. We will send them over to the next one and. If you have any questions, assassinscast.com. I want to like always say that 
we in at the uh, later on plan to like make this sort of a member only uh, feature for people that support us there but right now we want to just hear from every one of you so send it over to assassinscast.com and um now it's time for predictions at the end of every episode of the assassins cast we each make a prediction that we uh, and then when the game launches we see who had the most predictions right so it has to be for it has to be like checkable when the game launches like the one that i said with the settlement i can make that prediction now because we won't know until the first dlc launches if people are already tired of the settlement and are happy that the dlc does not contain a settlement uh yeah. yeah jordan why don't you go first so what is your prediction what will be or be not? i don't know if this is like a a good one i i feel like it's a good one i feel like it's challenging enough because i could get it wrong i'm predicting that we will not visit paris mm. physically and they mm. like and be there like does a cut scene count though yeah if like if if it if it okay. if it is like uh, in Origins where at the end of the game they obviously also went to another location, um, that counts. Like you're still there. Like Avor in Paris, not gonna happen is my prediction. Okay. Maybe a cutscene of other Vikings in Paris. I like. I don't think that should count. But if it Avor in Paris, him or herself, uh, not gonna happen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm. 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 Kind of, I don't know if I'm. I. I'm fine with it. I think you have to go for no Paris at all in this game. No, like nope. You think I should go? No. Not even in a cutscene. Yeah. With like at all. Otherwise, like, it's kind of easy. Like, I think because they are talking about Norway and England. Those are always like big locations. I mean, they can okay. t- still do it, but they could surprise us. All right. No, I'll do. No Paris, but I where I will compromise is like they're going to mention Paris. So oh sure, no, no, no. I, I mean like physically being there, but also like if you see, I'm not even sure if Alfred went went there, but if you see a character, no. even if it's a flashback. <laughs> All right, All right. I'll take the gamble. I'll, okay, I'll gamble. Nice. Okay, okay. Change it in the doc as well, so we remember it properly. Yeah. Okay, so my prediction will be. Layla will die before the third modern day section. Third so, modern day section. Yeah, so, so you... in Odyssey, let, let's let's put it in Odyssey terms. So in Odyssey, the first modern day section was actually already at the start of the game. Layla finds the, the spear. Then the second one mm-hmm. was, I think, after you kill your so-called... You kill Nicholas, right? I think then you go back. Are you then already like in this... Yeah, I think uh, then you are able to, like, walk around. Then, then you were, like, calling mm-hmm. to this uh, Japanese guy, I think. Yeah. And then you go back to... And then you can uh, go back, yeah. So I think that in this second section, or maybe in the first already, that would be super awesome. But I think, like, before we go to the modern-day section for the third time, Layla's already dead. Mm. Okay. You like that one? All right. I, I like that. I think that's okay. a good one. I think I think you, if you win this one, you got to give half credit to Duck Hades. A lot. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. I will. I will uh, let, let me say. Uh, yeah, he, he gave me the idea. He gave me the idea for sure. Okay. I just wanted to say his name one more time. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, this was the fourth episode of the Assassin's Cast. Thanks as always for listening. Um, 
If you like want to rate the podcast or subscribe on your favorite podcast services, please do. Uh, it would really help the, uh, the podcast out. And if you want to go the extra mile and support us financially, that would be awesome as well. Just hit this, uh, the join button next to the subscribe button. And for $2 per month, you get access to the video version and the post show on Saturday and other exclusive content on the channel. And for $5 per month, you get two days early access to the audio and video version of the show. Um, and well, Jordan, I think next week we will likely do more questions. Maybe there is some news. Maybe we can like look at the PlayStation 5 event and then say, hey, maybe yeah. th- w- how does that work for Assassin's Creed Valhalla on PlayStation 5? We might actually uh, know some things. If they talk about the controller, like haptic feedback and uh, adaptive triggers that might have an impact on Valhalla as well. Uh, and then at some point we will do predictions for what's going to happen during the Ubisoft Forward uh, E3 press conference style thing that they want to do on July 12th. And really after that, I think we will be swimming in the info and can really like uh, have something to talk about each week. But I think these questions are actually already fun to talk uh, about as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jordan, where can people find you and uh, any yeah. final words? Yeah, uh, I'll just do some uh, shameless self-promotion here. If no, you want to sure. follow me on Twitter or YouTube, it's it's Jordan Does, I-T-S-J-O-R-D-A-N-D-O-E-S, uh, for those of you listening on audio. And also, if you want to continue this conversation in a very positive, fun um, Discord community, we have a really awesome one at builds.ac slash Discord. Um, lots of cool, kind of cool people in there. No, there's a lot of cool people. In awesome. There, but that's it. Nice. And uh, yeah, you, you likely know where to find me at all your Raptor. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for the PS5 events. Uh, and uh, I will be live reacting to that, but it's likely already too late if you listen to it later. Uh, either way, thanks as always, Jordan, for joining me. Good luck with the move. Although I think in two weeks uh, it will be more properly uh, or like a proper thing to say, right? But uh, good luck yeah. with preparing. And uh, Thank you. <laughs> we will now get into the post show that will be on Twitch and we will interact with the chat. Or you can, of course, listen to that if you become a member. For now, thanks for listening and we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Cool, Jordan. We're in the post show now. Oh, I can uh, breathe now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Always, of course, uh, like, let us know when uh, you need to go. But I think you still got some time. For that, yeah. Right? Nice. Yeah, I've got about 10 minutes or more. Damn, Jordan Mance looking fresh, says Tommy Gun. Yeah, I got I trimmed my own beard finally. Nice. Got rid nice. of the the vikingness. I was weighing the odds of like fully committing to Valhalla and like growing <laughs> it out and braiding it for the launch. Yeah. And then um my wife stopped making eye contact with me a few days ago, so I decided it was probably a good idea to yeah. shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring sacrifices sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, we got uh, Randy say Alfred went to Rome as a young child. Hmm. 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 Okay. I think that's true. I think he did for for meeting the Pope, like for oh, yeah. c- Catholic reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was just like a random thing. I think he went there to be like trained and blessed by the Pope, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, Alex, so, yeah. Alex says, I'm hoping Odyssey team makes a new SS Creed in Roman times. And that's going to be maybe a topic for another like uh, big podcast as well. Like, will the Odyssey team ever make another SS Creed again? <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not even sure if that's well, going to happen. I saw like a prediction somewhere that they're going to make the post-launch content for this game so much and so long really? to, buy, to buy time for Montreal to make the next one. Mm. Uh, not someone saying that it was a prediction that's all speculation i'll just say that that no one officially has announced that and the only reason i, I would think that that could be true is the fact that quebec is really starting it depends on how gods and monsters goes for them like if it takes off and it becomes like a really good breath of wild which is kind of what i'm anticipating the game yeah. to be we don't know though um they could easily get like, oh, this is our game now, and they're going to sink their teeth into that for a while, and they may not rely on them to make Assassin's Creed games as much as they did in the past, potentially. Mm, I think you're giving Ubisoft too much credit. They will keep milking true. it. <laughs> they will keep milking it. Um, but I think that they will not do what they did with Origins to Odyssey. So I don't think you should expect a new game next year, but I think 2021, uh, 2022, they will find a team. I'm sure there will be enough people who who are willing to to work on that game. Um, so yeah, I it will be. I think it, it let, let's save it a little bit for another episode because I got a lot of theories about it already. But I would not be surprised mm -hmm. if if Ashes Team, um, because then they would already like be like then it would be three years. I think that's just too much because looking at Origins and Odyssey, both games did insanely well. Like 10 million units sold, did ex extremely well for them. Um, so they see they need to launch an AC game, and they they, they see can. that it still works, that people are okay with it if it's like every other year, and then they can just support the the game they ha they launched the previous year in the uh, between year, and then a year later they have a new game already, and that's what we're seeing now. Like the Valhalla hype is at an all time high. Like I've not never seen that for yeah. a game. Um. So and and that was like and the, yeah, and like. Odyssey, I'm still getting emails yeah. from people asking people questions about Odyssey. It. They're like, they're like, I just got picked it up on a sale, and I'm and so like th they found a way to like really prolong Odyssey, mm -hmm. uh, surprisingly for a longer period. So they may see that and be like, hmm, they could take like yeah, like a. I think a lot of games should look to like companies like Rockstar to a degree. Maybe not to the, how far they've taken it, but the fact that they've been able to focus on one really great game, give it a couple years, do a lot of updated content on it, and then release know. like a new one. Maybe not like a six-year cycle like they're yeah. on or CD. And I think that people is, are kind of like... sad that they don't do single-player DLC anymore. So you're you're kind of like yeah. I, I i prefer the ubisoft model where they actually do support single player um yeah i want to like focus a little bit on the chat as well i think that's a good topic as well we might do that in one of the upcoming episodes since we don't have a lot of Valhalla news um do you think they will mention Eminette in the game steampunk says and thanks for the kind words uh steampunk appreciate it um like maybe the hidden blade that avor gets is her hidden blade like I would not be surprised if that was the case. Like, if it's, like, somehow connected. Um, <laughs> so, I totally think they will mention her, like, because she was such a pivotal part. And, actually, Origins was, um, like, still, like, way before the game. But if Avor meets an assassin, they might talk about her. That would be awesome. Um, what is the one thing you're looking forward to the most in Valhalla? Uh, Bruce Dumb, I, I would 
recommend that you watch our episode from last week. We went in depth on three things each that we wanted to see in the game. Um, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is... I don't know. I, I, I think just living the Viking fantasy. I'm like start speaking in marketing terms. But really like de- delving more into that history. Delving more into uh, what the Vikings did. And I really think it could serve for a greatest as a game. Especially now that they're moving more in an RPG direction. What about you, Jordan? Mm-hmm. A quick answer for that? or I'm Yeah, I'm excited for the settlement uh, feature a little bit. I like the idea of this kind of central location. The building um i'm i'm anticipating something quite complex but at the same time like uh it could very well not be and so i'm hoping that i uh am not disappointed <laughs> yeah i think uh, yeah they, they've been hyping it up so I, I i expect no less than uh um yeah. then good uh joy says gotta go guys to see you all at the ps5 stream yeah joyce for sure uh and if you're watching here i will be live reacting to the PlayStation 5 stream in four hours from now and I'm still going to finish my Lost of Us review. So uh, I actually have to go, I think, as well, Jordan. Uh, let, let's do a couple All more right. questions. Um, can't wait for the PS5 event. 11 p.m. Christo, uh, Chris Koto. That's, that, I, I get that. That sucks. 11 p.m. On the other hand, normally the Sony E3 press conference was at 3 a.m. for me. Or 4 a.m. for you. So uh, it's not all that bad. Um, Christ in Red Dead Online says the root. Yeah, I mean, uh, they did such awesome like DLC for their games, and they moved away from that because they saw, hey, we can also make a car and sell it for shark bucks or whatever it's called. Get 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 the same amount of money, and we don't need voice actors and stuff like that. Um, we got Randy Rabbit. How do you think hunting will play out? Will you need to do it to unlock new outfits? Will it be as in-depth as Red Redemption 2? What do you think, uh, Jordan? I think it's going to be probably somewhere in the middle. Like, you have Odyssey hunting, which is just you have a bow, and there's just random animal (laughs) NPCs just running in all directions, and it's up to you. Uh, And then Red Dead's got this whole, like, full, very thorough system. So I think... Uh, I would hedge my bets that if they're promoting hunting and marketing, that it's got to be somewhere in the middle where there probably is achievements behind it. There's probably some level of difficulty behind it. And hopefully, like you mentioned, some rewards where you get like a very special hunter bow or something if you kill Jackal's gaze. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Hades Lieutenant, if you if you hunt yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think I think I think that you hit the nail on that. I don't think they will go as hardcore, but I do think that they th- they are really talking about how the leveling will change. And I really think that if you just want to go fishing, if you just want to go hunting, you can still earn skill points and level up your character, and it will not just be killing enemies. Um, so I really think that hunting will be a, a, a pivotal, uh, like a good part of it, and yeah, they can think of all cool things that because they have, they seem to have like way more ways to use resources thanks to the settlement and uh, that all our gears like upgradable and that will change our look. I wouldn't be surprised if for upgrading a specific leather jacket or something, you need to get uh, this hide from that animal. Uh, and that way you can upgrade yeah. uh, upgrade your armor. And the other thing we're forgetting 
not forgetting at least glossing over to is like how they're obviously taking parts from odyssey into this game they they invested a lot into like the engine and origins in odyssey so they're they have the mechanic for legendary animals and stuff so if those things will return Mm -hmm. maybe there's more mechanics around those versus just show up and kill it because odyssey kind of had that where you hunted these legendary creatures and then you got like uh an a reward from it but it wasn't like super organic or repeatable or things like that and so i'm hoping that they kind of bust through all those limitations and it's a bit more like um i i loved actually some of those fights were pretty challenging too yeah. so it would be cool some were a little too challenging like <laughs> on level 15 <laughs> fighting a boar that would just uh charge towards you all the time yeah <laughs> the uh one of the last uh challenges we did were was like the one in i think it was not focus um near I, I forget the name of the region the top left region in odyssey um that boar up there uh we oh. were trying to beat it on legendary like without any gear with fists and oh, it was wow. just so hard nice. <laughs> just, is that the the oikos uh, area where you where where yeah. sargon is yeah yeah you actually got Not a cool bow from I that like from that one yeah so uh worth doing uh i think we will uh we will wrap it up here thanks everyone for asking questions and sticking around till the end of the podcast um as a squid valhalla will likely not be there during the ps5 event but i will be live reacting to it because we will likely see horizon 2 and when we see that i will lose my mind so it's gonna be good um and if you have any questions that we did not answer here you can also like uh, reach out to the uh, Assassin's Cast website where you can also uh, enter your questions and uh, then we might answer them in the next episodes of the Assassin's Cast and that will be live happening here of course every Thursday or as an audio on Saturday so yeah yeah n- now Christo says now I feel blessed with 11 p.m. I-, I said it like in other regions it's uh, even crazier So I hope to see you at the PlayStation 5 event. It's going to be insane, I think. Um, And um, yeah, we will speak to you next time. Uh, Thanks, Jordan, again. And uh, yeah. No problem. See you guys. Bye. Have a good week.